Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. Today, I'm joined uh, with Inside Texas expert Justin Wells after the Texas 22-17 season-ending win over the K-State Wildcats. Uh, the Longhorns end the regular season on a positive note after a, a six-game le- losing streak in conference. Um, Justin, uh, thanks for joining us here today. A uh, couple of initial thoughts for, for you on this game. Well, I mean, the, the first thing that was obvious is this was the uh, Rashawn Johnson game. This was the game that I think you and I, since we, we cover this for a living and we see it so much, I think we take him for granted. I think some fans often take him for granted. And if there was a season in which you you notice the little things happening, you notice the guys that are playing full out, full on, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, injured as well because he's coming off a of turf toe. This was the game that proved that, listen, you know, there's some guys in this locker room that, that want to fight. There's some guys that want to win. And Rashawn Johnson might have propelled himself into being the team leader going into the next season, going into the spring, going into the offseason. That was one thing I noticed. The defense, uh, they had some really good stops in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if it was more of, of, of Will Howard being a little limited. I don't know if it was, you know, poor play calling with Deuce Vaughn towards towards down the stretch, but you got to give the, the, the defenders credit. Uh, the D-line came up. They played hard. They played well. Uh, Jalen Ford, to me, took a next step that you want to see at linebacker. He's so. the best linebacker on the team, and he didn't start. I, I think he's now – I know if it's DeMarvian, but DeMarvian still is that tweener type, and maybe he's injured, maybe he's not. Uh, but Jalen Ford is is likely the best linebacker on the team at this point. I think he proved that today too, Bobby. I really do. He had an incredible first half. He, he followed it up with a solid second half. He didn't – the guy knows gap assignments. He doesn't get caught in the wash. And he's always staying on his feet. He had a couple tackles for losses early that I think boosted his confidence. And I agree with you. Even though Overshone may have the the, the higher athletic, uh, you know, uh, upside, Jalen Ford brought hat, and that's what you need in, in inside linebacker in college football. I think you're you saying bring hat. I agree. He played physical. You can't you can't have two guys at linebacker like Texas does, uh, typically with Brockermeyer and, and Overshone this year that catch catch blockers. That's just not how this, this uh, defense is designed and uh, part of the, the run fit problem. But Texas even had problems with the run fit again today. Uh, it wasn't all beauty, beautiful. beautiful. Um, you mentioned Rashawn Johnson and, and Justin, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, he, uh, you know, going into this game, you know, the question is, had Texas quit? I mean, I, I think that a lot of fans maybe thought they had, even though they, they've played tight games with, with ex- one exception uh, down the stretch here. Um, a lot of fans thought they had. But, you know, to be honest with you, Roshan Johnson showed the desire through the whole time period, 
and, and showed it today. Uh, Moro Ojomo, I think, belongs in that category. Wouldn't you give that to him? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He made, he made a key fourth down stop on Deuce, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, I thought Keandre Coburn came out strong and finished strong. Uh, his stop on uh, the, uh, the Howard kid on the uh, the option pitch that Ovio Gufu uh, kind of blew up a little bit and kept it out of Deuce Vaughn's hands, I thought was tremendous. Um, so all Brennan Schooler, I thought, gave it 110%. I mean, yeah. you, you know what I mean? And so I feel like there were some guys on top of Roshan uh, that kept giving it. Keelan Robinson's another one, right? Um, 110%. Kate Brewer. Yeah, Kate Brewer had a great game. Best catch of his career. Theoretically, right? Um, he only waited four years to do it. Hey, best catch of his career. Um, on the third down, uh, first down run by uh, uh, by uh, Roshan Johnson. To kind of, It didn't necessarily uh, seal the game, but it, K-State had already used two timeouts. Jared Wiley made a tremendous block, which I was like, where's that been all year, you know? Um, and so there were some, there were some highlights, I thought. And, and I'm, those aren't the only ones, but uh, it's easier to, um, it's easier to uh, uh, point these out when it's a victory, right? When it's a, when it's a loss, you're not necessarily talking about the good. You're talking and focusing more on the bad there. But that being said, there, there was some bad. Uh, Texas gave up uh, a ton of yards on the ground. The, the, the quarterback keeper one play drive was uh, just too indicative of what's occurred all season long. Uh, the question I want to ask you, though, if, if you look at it, um, what was the key to the game, in your opinion, overall? Um, was it Texas's just, I mean, you know, what was it in your, your opinion? Because I've got I've got a bunch of different – I'm still trying – we're so close to the end of the game. I'm still trying to gather my thoughts. You know, what, what were you thinking? What are you thinking? I, I think it was two-sided. On one side, I think Star, Sarkeesian called a really good game. I think he knew exactly what he was dealing with. He knew Casey was limited. He knew Rashawn was going to have to play the Wildcat quite a bit. He knew Keelan was going to have to get double-digit carries. And he, he, we saw a lot of that pre-snap motion that we saw earlier in the season. We saw more of it today now, on a short week as well. And so I think Sark gets some credit for this game because he knew exactly what these guys can do. When Xavier Worthy needed to make a catch, that kid just came through clutch after clutch. I mean, that kid, he, he was limping off after every other play because this kid was getting tagged by the K-State defenders. But I, I give Sark some credit. I really do think this game plan was good. On the other end, I think when, when Kansas State announced that they weren't going to have Skylar Thompson, I think that's a big thing. I know it's not the most, it's not the sexiest reason, but Will Howard is was limited, very much so. Uh, he was your old typical K-State quarterback. He's what Bill Schneider used to put out every year, and they'd still win eight or nine games with that type of guy. But he was limited throwing the ball. They've got some great skill guys, Deuce Vaughn and Malik Knowles. After the first half, those guys were kind of corralled. They couldn't do as much. It was almost like Texas made a few adjustments in the second half. And so I think those are kind of the two things I'm gathering from it. I think Sark called a hell of a game, and I think he deserves credit for that. And I think that without with Will Howard playing and K-State missing their, their star quarterback, I think that made a big difference because once Texas kind of 
stayed in the game and kept that momentum going, it always alluded to Kansas State having to pass the ball to, to move the chains in the second half. They just could not do that. That's a great – I think that's that sums it up pretty well, Justin. I, I agree with you. I want to say this about Xavier Worthy, and I wrote about it in my snap judgments uh, right after the game. How many times have we seen a, a receiver go down the seam like that and alligator arm that catch and, and or not come down with it and maintain control like he did because they were protecting their body instead? Every game. Not, not every time. You know, because there's not that play every every game. But every time that there's been that play, no one else has made it. And that goes back for, you know, quite a while, I think. And so I'm impressed with him. I mean, he just continues to be a difference maker, uh, incredible difference maker. And I agree with you about Sark. I mean, say what you want. Getting Jarrett Wiley involved in the passing game for the first time, that was a plus. I mean, that, that was a big first down after a first down uh, negative play, right? Or after – it was actually a second down holding call, right, that pushed him back 10 yards. And then he made another catch two plays later. Yeah, on, on the outside, yeah. And so, I, on the opposite side of the field, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think that he did a good job of mixing up. He finally was able to mix in Keelan Robinson too, right? Yes, sir. You saw him get different touches. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I'm – he got Kel- – Kelvante Dixon got involved a little bit. Marcus Washington got involved a little bit. Um, I thought the one stat was very interesting. I, I forwarded this to everybody. 44 passes – excuse me, 44 rushes, 24 passes. That That's pretty – I mean, he knew he had to run the ball to keep the game short and – with the personnel they have today, that's the balance you probably want and you probably need to beat a team like Kansas State. Yeah. Um, a couple of thoughts here. Uh, you, they tightened up defense. B.J. Foster, you and I talked about this before we went on air just a second ago. After that long quarterback run, B.J. Foster didn't see the field again. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No. And... It probably should have happened a lot sooner. We're not the coaches. We don't get paid to make those decisions, but we do get paid to to cover it. And we've seen B.J. I've seen B.J. Foster make a ton of good plays, but all of those were his freshman and sophomore years. I just feel like he's fallen off as a player. He's definitely fallen off as a contributor. But the lack of effort, that's zero tolerance. You can't have that. And Sark made a great quote after the game at the press conference. He said after that big Will Howard 71-yard run, there were a couple guys out there that weren't getting it done, so we had to make some changes. And that was his way of saying, B.J. Foster, you just lost your spot. Yeah. Um, anything else that Sark said in post post game that caught your caught your attention? Um, and, you know, n- not much. Just you know, the joy that, that that these guys felt with that win. You know, it, it it might it just get them to five and seven. They might have the right APR to get them into a bowl game. None of that's on. Un- that's all unknown right now. What is known is those guys are happy. 
What is known is that the work they put in this week came was fruitful with the W. You got to send the seniors off, you know, a group that's this was a group that's seen the Sugar Bowl. They've been through some good season. They've been through some some really bad controversial seasons. And so to send those guys off with a W, I think, is 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 a really good statement for the coaches and and for the fans. And so Sark was just grateful for the W. He was grateful that he got the guys together. He he lauded more and more on Rashawn Johnson and just how much he's important. And he's not just a leader. He's not just that dude in the locker room. He's a contributor. He's a producer. Career high, what, 179 yards, I believe, on 32 carries. I mean, he was the difference in the game. And I think Sark wanted to make sure everyone in that in that, that press conference understood just how important Rojo is to this program. Yeah, I've got some other stats that were interesting uh, just to, to give it to you. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I have got – I've got the winter flu, I think, going on here. That's hey, no bueno. Yeah, no, not not today. Hey, real quick, um, one stat: Keelan Robinson with nine carries. That that's pretty. That's pretty. That that's his high of the year by far. Also had a, uh, a a reception, but liberal use of him. Xavier Worthy finishes with six for sixty-five. No touchdowns for him. Um, uh, uh, Charles or Casey Thompson, excuse me, 17 of 23 for 170, only seven and a quarter or 7.4 per attempt, but a fairly efficient day. He wasn't asked to do a whole lot. He did throw, no. a, he did throw a really bad pick. Yeah, um, it was a bad interception, but uh, it cleaned I mean, after that. Well, no, it wasn't, but you know what he could have done? Uh, what he could have done there, Justin, is, um, I mean, there was 10 yards of grass between him. You're right. You're you right. Know? And so those are the plays that, that uh, you know, typically decide a game. I will say his best play of the day, in my opinion, was a, the play where he made a quick-thinking play and shoveled it off to Roshan. That, that, that. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like a basketball pass. Yeah. That, but that was a key play because Texas goes down and scores on – it would have been third and 12th. Or third and thirteen after that play, yeah. It, it without that play, Justin, that they they probably are bottled up, and it's three and out again to, on two consecutive drives. But yeah. he made that throw. Rashad turns it into a first down, uh, and Texas ended up going and scoring. And I, I really do believe that that was one of the big offensive plays of the game. Um, one more, I got a number for you. Guess how many yards Xavier Worthy was short of a thousand yards for the season? What? Two. Two. <laughs> if he catches one more ball, Texas has a thousand yard receiver for the first time. And I can't remember the I had the, the numbers. It's been a long time, and there hadn't been a lot of guys that have done that. He was so close, Bobby. So close. Yeah, I I just remember him and not me personally. I, I said this the best Texas receiver since. And, and I think he's going to end up being the best re- Texas receiver ever. Um, he's on that path. He's just so good. And, and I look, Jordan Shipley, tremendous player. Roy Williams, great player, great athlete. Um, I don't think either of them are as good as he is in both ways. Um, not at this stage. I'll yeah, not even there at this stage. Yeah. And, and I think that he's got some growth ahead of him um, with some route running. Uh, the other 
the other thought, my, my thought here is uh, uh, what about the offensive line today? Um, I, I don't know if you noticed that. I mean, we, you can't run the ball 44 times and not have some su- success uh, along the o- o line. Uh, I thought Tope Omade was like a man on a mission early. Did you see some of the – I mean, he's plowing some people. When you're six foot six, 362 pounds – he used that size well today. And maybe it's because it was his final, his final game at DKR. Maybe, maybe he got a little sentimental. When he, cut, when he came out during the seniors being announced with a picture of his mother who had passed earlier, I mean, that – Tope's a special kid. He really is. And to see him do well, it's so easy to pull for a guy like that. And also, there were some guys banged up early on, and you know, with Angelau and, and, and Kerstetter, and who popped in? Andre Carriage played great. Hayden Connor slid in, played great. So some of those young pups got some of those reps. And, and you know, for guys like us that are looking forward to the offseason already, to me, that's a that's something that they can grow on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like I felt like only one holding call I remember all game. On I, was, I was surprised by the lack of penalties, to be yeah. honest with you. Generally I watched speaking. the Cowboys Raiders game <laughs> last night that had 47 penalties. So <laughs> I, I I was just used to the flags, man. I, was, I watched that game too, and I was like, well, there's pass interference on number 30 again. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. What, what I would ask you on, the, on this offensive line, uh, really, and, and ask Texas fans to, to consider is where do they go from here, really? Um, uh, you know, Anglau went out. I don't think he returned after the second quarter. I thought, I, thought, I think, or early third. I could end up. I could end up being wrong about that. Uh, Christian Jones, Kerstetter, um, uh, Amade, Jake Majors. Those guys. Those guys stuck through it um, and played reasonably well. I. I really. Uh, Gunnar Helm played early today too. The, the reserve tight end and had a nice block. Um, and so I, I'm looking at it, and uh, a lot of guys back on offense next year for the Longhorns. I think they'll return eight starters. Uh, depending on who the quarterback is, uh, theoretically. But, you know, if unless Texas gets somebody from the portal or a, a freshman comes in and wins the job, uh, that that position will be back. Uh, our uh, Bijan and Roshan are back. Worthy's back. Whittington's back. Whittington got some action today, finally. Um, and uh, Washington is back. Four of the five offensive linemen are back. Uh not the tight end, but uh, Jared Wiley played quite a bit this year. So um, the offense looks like it's in good shape. The defense is a different story, uh, but, you know, really they're going to lose two starting safeties, but I, I don't know that that's losing them. Uh, you know, uh, the corners is a different story, uh, but uh, all in all, it's, it's an interesting game to go out on. Uh, I wish we could have seen more of this Texas team. And I hope they do make a bowl just so they get the, the extra practices. Your takes on – I, I want to say, say this, too, because I think some fans are going to squawk if Texas takes a bowl game or gets a bowl game invite and accepts it if they're five and seven. What is your thought on that? I'm all about the extra practices. If, if you're trying to build a program, you need as many NCAA-allowed contact practices as possible and that's what the bowl game gives you it gives you all that extra time to implement all this new stuff the winning the the winning the bowl is almost secondary 
the, the, the beauty of it is they do get to go and, and continue to play for another month. They get another month of working on things. They get another month to get healthy. Some guys that are really banged up could come back for that, you know, for another game. And so you don't turn down a bowl game. You just don't do that. It, it's, it gives your guys another opportunity to play. That's why they're there. It would be foolish to do that. You'll have a few fans that say, well, we should just flush this season and move on. Well, technically, you know, the season's already pretty flushed, but you can still bring some stuff out of it. You can still get something positive. Those extra weeks of bowl practice and preparation – those are big, especially sometimes these early enrollees are allowed to come in and watch. They're allowed to come in and, and, and see a lot of this stuff happen. And anytime you can get those guys acclimated sooner, the better. And so Texas fans don't need to be too silly about this. If a bowl game comes your way, you take it, you buy your ticket, you get you get your flight, and uh, you show up early and, and you, you stay loud. <laughs> I got you. Well, well, Justin, again, the final uh, 22-17, Texas beats K-State in Austin uh, to close out the, the 2021 regular season, a season with a lot of ups and downs for the Longhorns this year. Uh, we rode the roller coaster with them on Inside Texas. Uh, thanks for being part of that, Justin. Thanks for allowing me to be a part of it as well. Uh, so for Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been On Texas Football. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.